tried to play you like a fool. You did. Yeah, that's my fault. Cause. Had to go ahead and run that back. That's Hello, guys. What's happening, man? We in the building, bro. To all first and last time listeners, first and last time viewers, hello. Yes, sir. We are here in the building coming to give you another episode of the greatest podcast you've ever heard. Yeah, just the 180th time. You know what I'm saying? The Rise and Grind podcast. We're back in the building. I go by the name of Roderick. Jakari is my name. So my mother named me. Yeah. Um, my father kind of named me. <laughs> I don't think I was really supposed to have this name. Kind of, kind of lobbied for it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kinda just forced you into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She got the last pick on the last kid, so mm-hmm. it was like my turn. Let's give and, me this one. And it's a boy. Yeah, like give give me this one. Last one was a was a daughter. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Makes sense. I need that one. Makes sense. So, Roderick in the building. Yes, sir. <laughs> Are we ready to get into it? I'm ready, bro. Yeah. Let's waste no time. Ready. Even they ready. <laughs> Are you ready? If you're not, you have no choice. I was gonna say, don't click off. Of ready this. or not, <laughs> here I come. You can't hide. You better get ready. Gonna find you uh, and take Greatest pot is in the game. Oh, sir. Ready Episode or not, 180. You can't hide. won't hear anyone better than Gonna this. It sounds so great to say 180. It stops yeah. here. Yes, sir. Now that I escape sleep, it does feel good. Yeah. Those who correlate know the world they kick. Sorry, I had, to, I had to finish my rant. Those who fake, they break. All when good. they meet their 400 pound bait, if I could rule the world, everyone would have a gun in the ghetto, of course. When get the up and on their horse, kick around, drinking moonshine. I pour a sip on the concrete for the deceased, but no, don't weep. Why Clef's in the state of sleep, thinking about the robbery that I did. Did we not hear him say that he would give everyone a gun and moonshine? I want to play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit. My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist. I think not. I'll send a letter to my friends. A born again who I can think of three niggas that are killing me if they have that message. <laughs> you can't hide. Hey. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, you can't hide. Gonna find you. Alright man, let's go ahead and do it I'm gonna reiterate this Episode 180 of the Rise and Grind Podcast It's your boy Roderick in the building Yes sir, Jakari, we back in the building Alright, it's Monday We're here mm-hmm. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good Coming off a great week, great weekend Feeling great man, how you been? I ain't gonna lie, I feel like it's been like I know we didn't have no change in the schedule this week But I feel like for some reason I feel like it took a minute for Pod day, record day to come around Really? For me. See? Now you know how I feel when I come in here and I'm like, damn, it feels like it's been forever since I've been in here. Like this one, it doesn't feel like it, but only because my weekend was jam packed. It was it was it was great, but it was damn near stressful. Okay. Um, you want to get into yours first? You want me to nah, get to mine? You already yeah. Go ahead. Uh, this was my first weekend with my nephew. The entire weekend, he's a toddler now. He's three. I was like, all right. Uh, I'm gonna spend more time with him. Uh, spend a lot of time with him, you know, as he grows up. So it's gonna be his first weekend spending over at my house. Holy shit, man! It's it's a it's a job, bro. It's a job. Tyler's that age. I mean, 
He doesn't stop moving. Right. He doesn't stop talking. When you got to get on to him, he don't understand why. <laughs> and if he does, he acts like he doesn't understand why because he, he wants to be able to get off with it that way. Right. Just wants to snack all day. It, he only wants to eat meals that look cool. Mm. Pizza. Smart guy. Dress the, dress the what's the kid cuisine up? I mm. almost said lean cuisine. Lean cuisine's for us. Yeah. Dress, uh, dress the kid cuisine up. Okay. Um, little bites, muffins, and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, we did some aquarium shits. Is he in the stage where he asks a lot of questions? Um. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's asking a lot. It's not a lot of questions. It's just he's starting to ask why, why? for that's a lot really, of shit. That's really why I mean what I mean. Yeah. 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 Like so, we can't go somewhere. Like go somewhere. Like I remember we were somewhere. There was. A gate blocked off for employees only. He mm-hmm. tries to walk back there because it's just a regular bar. He can fit past it. Yeah. I was like, we can't go back there, little man. Why? <laughs> we don't work there, man. But um, it was just stressful, bro. Like yeah, uh, yeah. it was, it was amazing. He can come over anytime he wants. But uh, it it just uh, the first time, of course, I imagined it was gonna run me ragged, but mm-hmm. it, it did. Yeah, that's fun though. A little tired, man. A little yeah. tired coming into this Monday. I feel I feel good. Mental is in a great place. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm in a great place. I'm just a little, a little sleepy. Gotcha, gotcha. Not gonna lie to you. A little foggy, yeah. So I, I think for me, um, my weekend was busy as well. So I think because Saturday I was just super busy. I just felt like I didn't maybe talk to you this much that, this weekend. So maybe that's why it seemed like long. Because normally, like it's almost every day where we right talking like damn near the whole day. But this weekend, because you were super busy, you know, with little man, like you said, and I had other things going on, I think that's why I maybe felt like it was a longer period. But um, my weekend was good, solid, bro. Like I said, uh, linked up with, with my frat brother. We spent a lot of time together. It was Rose's birthday. So we went out and we did like a skate room, all type of shit. So it's had a long weekend, man. But uh, we had a big weekend. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that's that's another thing that made it seem like that as well. But yeah, along with that, man, you know, we finally got to drop our baby boy video. Yeah, the baby boy video finally came out. Yes, I remember um, a few weeks ago we came in here. We said we were uh, we were shooting a motion picture, a film. Yeah, we were yeah. doing a short film or something of the sort. Uh, you guys saw that in the baby boy uh, video that just came out on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. YouTube, things like that. Uh, if you're following us on the socials, you saw that we redid the what you're good at scene. What you're good at, yeah. And then for the YouTube viewers, like I said, you know, you you seen it in the intro as well. But, um, man, it was just amazing for that shit to finally, like, hit the world. For people to see what we've been holding on to, what we created, what we've been planning, man. It was amazing, bro. Yeah, we had that idea probably since maybe a month or two after we finished Diet Coke. Yeah, I was going to say... April, May. That was yeah. A, yeah, I swear I was going to say that. Yeah, and Diet Coke was in... <laughs> was in March. March. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had that idea in the tuck for a while. hmm It's really hard to hold on to shit for that long. It's it's really hard, especially when... If if you can imagine, uh, if we had that idea in May, we did not plan for the, the video to come out in October. That, right. that was not the plan at all. But um, it seems as though... Even when things come out for us in a different time period, everything falls right in place. And if it didn't happen at that time, when we see it come to fruition, we knew it was it was supposed to happen when it did. Agreed, man. That's exactly how I feel. Wasn't supposed to happen in April. Right. 
I feel that way with this because even like the video coming out, we're able to drop it on October 1st. Right. Um, rolling it into episode 180. Rolling it know. into the Halloween season. Right. That's why I'm saying like that, even that, because we are in costume, you can say. Um, why aren't you in uniform? <laughs> Squidward face ass. But that wasn't planned, you know, but like you said, for it to just align like that, bro, that's nothing but God, bro. Like literally... We could force shit out. We tell you this all the time. We could force shit out. It could be half-assed. But we just, we was patient. We were honest. We wanted to get that shit out so long ago, but it just didn't feel right. So we just waited. And with God's timing, bro, like everything just aligned the way it was supposed to. Yeah. And I think we got, for uh, for the angle that we were going with that video, I think we got what we needed out of that for sure. Absolutely, man. The support, the love was crazy. I, I appreciate that love, man. Man, what? And like I was telling you in pre-production, so... Of course, the love on social media, that that's that's love. You share, post, comment, love it. Um, but I was able to get love in person. Like I told you, I ran into people, you know, my frat brother. So they telling me how much they love it, how it's funny, how that shit is genius. They asking questions and I'm telling them, I'm explaining the whole process. And to get that love in person for something like that, that we put our all into, it's nothing better feeling, bro. Nothing greater than that, I swear. Just like. Y'all don't see the work, you know what I'm saying? The process, everything that goes into it, y'all just see, you know, the final product. So And it's a lot that goes into it, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pre-planning that goes into it. There's, of course, finances that go into it. Um, there's making up the actual things that you're going to do. Like, it, it, there's a lot involved in this. Yeah, for sure, man. It's a business. But uh, one thing was funny, like I said, because I was able to talk about, uh, have discussions in public with people about the video um, I finally see like how rappers or any public figure, when you produce something so good, people always want to know what's next. So I'm just like, you know, people are like, okay, yeah, y'all did this, but you know, now you got to come with more. What you going to do next? I'm just like, damn, get, like this shit took months. It, it did. It took a long time. Can I enjoy <laughs> it for, for a minute first before you waiting on the next? But Yeah, it just came out on Saturday. But I get it, man. That's how rappers feel when they be in interviews and they be like, okay, yeah, this shit cool. But when your next album coming out? But at the same time, we have a thousand tricks up our sleeve, Kari. We ready for, like we're ready for sure. for anything. If they throw a punch, we ducking and we throwing a punch right to the gut, oh and then we hitting in the face. Yeah, um, uppercuts, nigga. Yeah, like we we got a punch for everything, and we got way, way, way bigger and better coming. Um, if you thought the baby boy video was great, mm-hmm. just stay tuned. I think we got more for you coming before the end of the year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we teeing we teeing these entire next three months up. Yeah, man. Real talk. Just uh, grateful to be in a position to be able to do it, to have these ideas, to have you alongside of me, bro. I was I was telling you, you know, you know, um, to yourself, but I'll say it for the pie. Like this man is a genius. This way, the way this nigga brain and mind works, like I couldn't, Thanks, I couldn't do this shit without you, bro. So like, thank you, man. That idea, like, of course we worked on it together, but you brought that shit to, to the table. And when you brought, it, I said, bro, this shit is. This shit is amazing. This shit is genius work, man. So I'm glad we got to finally, you know, put it together, get it out. Shout out to Mud. Thank you, bro, for, you know, shooting and editing that shit up. All the love that we got. Just appreciate it, man. And my ideas, like I said to even you, are really the creative thoughts on, like, in my brain or thoughts on paper or mm-hmm. things like that. Kari really does a whole lot of uh, helping put the shit into motion, yeah, like yeah. the professionality part of it. Like, uh, yeah, a, a lot of... This is a 50-50 split. Yeah, yeah. Like let's 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 not do that. For sure, man. Um what do you want to get into next? Uh so I was on social media 
like, you know, every day. But last week, something caught my eye. So I wanted to bring it to the pod, ask you a question. So you have seen the movie um, Click, Adam Sandler, right? Absolutely. I'm sure you guys have seen it as well. But, you know, he had a remote, basically, where he controlled his life. He could put things on pause, rewind, things like that, you know. Right. Um, so I saw something. It was a question. It said, would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button that you could use whenever you want it? So I wanted to bring that question to you and, and see what direction you would go with that. This sounds like an amazing thing. And I started to uh, I started to think about this question. Um, rewinding time sounds amazing, right? Right. You can go back to whenever you want in your in your lifetime or even if you wanted to go back before time, whatever at like and see things um, from the past. I believe the pausing would be better now if we're talking about just adam sandler click pause and nothing happens like everybody's standing still this is something like that i don't want to do that but if the pause means today can stand still and everybody will live and move but today will never end I'll pause time. Okay. The stop the world and melt with you type of shit, like yeah. where the whole day will just stop and that'll be forever. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. We're not mm-hmm. we're not just gonna click and I live in the pause fucking realm from Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. We'll do rewind if that's the case. But if it's the way I was just stating or um talking about, mm-hmm. I would rather pause. Pause time. Yeah, yeah. I would probably say the same because I don't really wanna be or have the opportunity to just pause the world around me. Because even going back to the movie, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but you know in the movie, he fucked up the time so much that he missed out on important things in his life. Like yeah. his dad died and things like that. You know, so his kids grew up, he didn't have a relationship yeah. with them. So things like that is why I wouldn't want to pause everything around me, you know. This nigga's making me have to go watch all these movies, man. Man, click is a great movie, bro. Crick uh Crick. <laughs> click is a great movie, man. Yeah, bro. When you really understand like the meaning behind it, like as a kid, we were just like, oh, shit, remote, cool. But, like, as you got older, because I've seen it as I've, you know, been of age, and it's a, it's a meaning, you know what I'm saying? Like, really appreciate things that's what you have because one day you may wake up and, you know, they may be gone. You may not have your loved ones or that relationship with your family. It may be silly. It may be goofy. It may be serious. Adam Sandler has some of the best fucking movies yeah. ever, and he produces all of his mm-hmm. own movies. Yeah. And he hires the same cast damn near, like all of his boys, yep. to play in all of the same movies. Yeah, definitely one of my favorite actors, bro. Yeah, Great like actor. if we think about one actor that has 30 movies that I could just run back to back to back to back, all different storylines, and yep. he kills all of them, it's Adam Sandler. Yeah, without a doubt. Of course, when we get to the like the higher prestige, like the Leo, the Denzel, that's different, mm-hmm. but... Adam Sandler, like, I could turn that on with the family and watch all fucking day. Yep. Agreed. Um, all right, man. Let's go ahead and get into the actual music. That's what we came here to do. We're going to get into singles first, I'm assuming. You want to? Yeah. All right. Roddy Rich. We talked about his return. We heard a sni- uh, snippet of him. Mm-hmm. It was called Stop Breathing. Yes, sir. And then uh, a little video clip as well. I don't, I don't know if he dropped the entire video yet, but. Remember, I haven't like seen a- the video. Yeah, but but the song is great, man. So this is the Roddy Rich that I wanted to hear. This is, you know, Feed the Streets 3 coming up. Um, Roddy Rich killed this song. There's not one bad thing I can say about this song. The beat is crazy. He got back in his bag. I think he's been hearing the noise. 
Roddy Rich is back. Yeah, and now it's making sense to me, Corey. Number one, let's let's start with the track. Like you said, this track is fucking fire. Everything that we wanted out of Roddy Rich or that we expected round two in the sophomore stage, mm-hmm. this is this is what he's doing. And we knew that it was in him. We probably just, well, you know, Nigga it just wasn't shit. there in the sophomore yeah, album. Yeah, you try different things when you, you know, when you have such success with the first one, you try new things and sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah, but now this is the second thing that I was getting to. Now I know why he wants this considered an album. Mm. He knows he's sitting on one. That pressure. He knows he's sitting on the, hey, shut the fuck up. I got this one. Roddy Rich. Yeah, I got one. I got one. This ain't no mixtape. Nah. This is, this is why he wants this to be considered an album. And I believe it because like we talked about on the last episode, he's been very consistent this year from the songs that he has put out, the features that he's been on. Uh, there's another feature we're going to talk about a little later, but um, he's been killing this. So I agree with you. Like, I think he knows it's a different button, a different gear I had to get into when I put that title on the album or the mixtape, whatever, you know, so I agree. And I mean, of course, was was cooped up. Was that Post Malone and Roddy Rich or was that Post Malone featuring Roddy Rich? Yeah, I think it was featured. Okay. In that case, yeah. Because if, if it was on some shit like that, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, we know, we know exactly why the, why he wants this to be an album. Sneak that on the album and shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Double platinum. For sure. But um, I, I'll figure that out later. But we can go ahead and move on to the next one. Where were we at with it? Um, let's see. Yeah, he's just featuring on there. I just looked it up. You said Coop. he's only a feature. Yeah, on Cooped Up. Right okay. Range. All right. Uh, Quavo and Takeoff. Nothing changed. Yeah. So their first single for their album that's coming out in a few weeks, uh, only built for Infinity Leaks. We get the first single to roll out. We played it pre-production. Uh, you. Let me, I want you to start here because you said before hearing the song. You had saw a lot of people were giving a lot of praise for this song, right? Everything that I had seen on social media, I didn't hear this song until until Sunday, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it came out on Friday. I saw Ack post it. I saw a, a couple of different blogs post it, and I saw hundreds of comments on social media stating that this track by Quavo and Takeoff was one of the ones. Like they're back. Don't sleep on them. The album's coming soon. And this is what you got to look forward to. And they fucking killing it is what they were saying. We tuned in. And it sounds good. It doesn't sound like one of those ones. It doesn't sound like that. But um, yeah, it sounds great. It's, it doesn't doesn't sound bad. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a bad song at all. It's a great uh, single for the rollout to, to, you know, with the album about to drop. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you when I don't think this was a classic. People were saying this was a classic. Yeah, no. From Quavo and Takeoff. Nah, man, not nowhere close, but the song is great. Takeoff, showing you how good of a rapper he is, which I think he's going to do on the entire tape. I am I am looking forward to hearing that. What, Takeoff? Yeah, just to see, like, his rapping, because I, I really think he, you know, outside of um, Offset, like, I always say, like, Takeoff was, like, the best rapper. You know what I'm saying? You're not expecting Quavo to surprise you? Uh, I just don't know. I don't know, man. That song, Nothing Changes, not gear me up to be like oh yeah Quavo is about to come with these magnificent bars but but we'll see but great song not to take nothing away from it we're getting that album soon so we're gonna see like where, where they're going but looking forward to it yeah like he said that album's coming mid-October uh I think it's actually coming out next week let's look that up really quick 
Was it the seventh? Yeah, it's the seventh. Okay. So it's actually. I thought out. it was the fourteenth or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Either way, I'm I'm waiting on it. it. Comes so it comes out Friday. Yeah, this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So they on the way. Okay. That we'll, makes sense. Next week we'll be reviewing that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smino and Cole. Smino actually. Did Smino drop? Nah, it was just a song. Okay, just I thought Smino was actually dropping his tape. So. Yeah, yeah. And but, I think we may have said that on the last pod. So apologies if we did. Mm-mm, you said that. Yeah. No, I'm fault. just playing. Uh, Smino and Cole They dropped a song Called 90 Proof 90 Proof Yeah so Smino had went on A um, interview A few weeks ago I forget where But he teased the song um, On Instagram live And of course Somebody screen recorded it And got it out To the social So I sent this to The group Maybe like a week Or two um, Ago And uh, I said Oh shit he got one You know Like Cole verse Is crazy Smino on this song It's, it's such a soulful song Bro like it- Cole's verse was quietly crazy. Mm, yeah, like he man. he didn't even have to raise his voice. He mm-hmm. didn't even raise his voice. Yeah, Smino too. That's why I say it's like a soulful, like um, almost. I want to say on some old like outcast sound. It's kind of what I what I got from it, bro. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's just a great song. Smino album is coming out sometime before the end of the year. So this is his rollout lead uh, lead off song as well. But this is a great song. This was almost like damn near my favorite one that dropped from over the weekend. Uh yeah, I've only heard this one a couple of times. You you played it for me, uh, mm-hmm. but it sounds great. Yeah, uh, they dropped the video for that as well. I didn't catch it, but uh, definitely this is a great song. You guys gotta forgive me uh, on this weekend, just because I hadn't gotten into all of the music. Yeah, I've been so preoccupied with a uh, a child. <laughs> it's not my child, so. Uh, Nah, same. It's a, it's a few things on here that I didn't get a chance to listen to. But yeah, that's why we told him. We had a busy weekend. Yeah, know? I had a super busy weekend. It's all good. But something we did get into for sure. Trippy Red, he dropped a two-pack on us. Yes, sir. Uh, that was called the first draft EP with the first track called Save Me, Please. And the second one called First Degree Murder. All right. All right. <laughs> let me just start by saying Trippy Red's another artist that here at the Rise and Grind podcast we're going to throw that fucking cape on. Yeah, man. And we're going to throw it on every single time. Absolutely. This is amazing. I love it. Bro. The moment I heard that guitar on <laughs> Save Me Please, I was like, okay, that I, I love you letter, uh, I love you letter to you shit is back. Yeah, this is going to be number five, right? This is the five, and this is the final. Final, yeah. Uh, Trippy, Trippy knows that title, like I was mentioning with Roddy Rich earlier. It's like a gut punch to people. Trippy knows when you put that I love you. I love what is it? A love letter to you. you, Yeah. Got me fucking up my words. But nah, man, like you said, when I first heard Save Me Please, um, it just took me back to to twenty eighteen, the first time when when three dropped. And when me, you and Hop just damn near like fell when I first fell in love with Trippy Red, like that's the that sound. I'll never forget that sound. See, now I'm about to do what you did last week. I forgot who we were doing it with YG. YG. I put them on yeah, Trippy Red. Let's you cut it. Let's let's do that. Um, back in the college days, 2017 um, was when he dropped a love letter to you. Two. I think one might have came out earlier that year. They might have both came out in 17. I'm not 100 percent sure. But um, I caught the tail end of a love letter to you. One going crazy. Mm-hmm. So I was around right when he. I remember when he had first hit like a million followers or some shit like that. He went crazy and then dropped a love letter to you too. Um, yeah, this little nigga's been going crazy forever. I call him Lil, but he's like our age. <laughs> this, this nigga's been going crazy fucking forever. Yeah, definitely the last four or five years, he's had a great run. Absolutely, super great run. I actually forgot. You remember he 
Him and Coil Ray were together for a long time, like for a while. Yeah. For like uh, a year. The first time I ever heard her, I didn't know this until she got popular, but the first time I ever heard her was on a Trippy Red song. It's called like Everybody Bozo or something like that. Yeah. So she's a feature on there. Now, I don't associate any of her fame or credibility to Trippy Red. No, no, that she, she got it on her own. Plus, yeah. Benzino's like her, her, her dad. Like, so she, yeah, so she's <laughs> she didn't need Trippy to get it in. Yeah. But um, back to Trippy Red. Save me, number one. The moment that guitar came in, I was like, okay, he's back. The song sounds amazing. The singing, the harmonies, back to the rapping on it. It sounds great. Amazing, bro. Next track, First Degree Murder. Mm-hmm. This is actually my favorite. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, not the sample, but the vocals behind the beat, that's way better than the first one because the first one was just clear-cut acoustic guitar. Yeah, the first one, even though it's a great song, that's more like an interlude. Yeah. Uh, first Degree Murder is an actual like single, like that's, a song. That's an actual song. Right. Like a piece together track. Exactly. Yeah. So I can see why that may be the uh, one that you like the most. But First Degree Murder, man, no, I just, I'm excited. I damn near get chills for Trippy Rare, bro, because it's just like. You, you see how he's playing. I like when people are smart with the artwork or mm-hmm. clever with it or cool with it it's a love letter to you that's the name of it he's writing the name of it on a postcard mm-hmm. like it's he's writing the letter yeah this is just the first draft what he's calling mm-hmm. it for the letter okay that's okay. why he called it the first draft ep okay, the trippy. final it's the first like, draft because it's the, the next one he drops is the final, the final one final installment okay trippy this nigga's going crazy, okay, man. Okay, Yeah, man. Like he's like, he's, he's like up it. here with it, he's man. That nigga's smart. Okay, yeah. okay. He's a smarty arty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking smarty arty. What did the, damn it, I was trying to think about what they called, uh, like the, the young yuppies. Ooh, yuppies. he's a yuppie. Hell no. <laughs> that shit just made me think of that, uh, gum commercial. I think it was Strident or something, but. He's a lint liquor. You lint lick. <laughs> what was the fucking one after that? Like, uh, what did she say, bro? I, I can't even remember. I'm not even going to Who are you calling something? <laughs> you lint liquor. <laughs> Offer some double tree. And nobody went and bought that fucking gum because of that commercial. Shit. Or did they? I did think, they blow up? I think they did. I was eating Trident Layers, Nick. Yeah. I Can was. I pay you in Trident Layers? That's the fucking commercial I was going off of. I was trying to pay niggas and try it in layers and shit. Niggas was beating me up. Nigga, when that <laughs> shit first hit the hit the scenes, bro, we was going crazy over the layer. Guys. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there were little homies and yeah, little homies at yeah. school selling it. Yeah, facts. like it was drugs. Yeah, man. There were niggas getting in trouble for selling it. Mm-hmm. That shit hit the hit the block. That was like crack, man. We wanted that. It was then like they had all the different flavors and shit. Oh yeah, I remember it was. It crazy. was like the price. Look, but look at how pure and young we were mm-hmm. at that age in 2020 1918 they're picking those flavors of jewel mm. going crazy selling in there fucking crackheads we was just worried about bubble gum that's it man we, we definitely was not doing no smoking or no jewel. we weren't even smoking weed yet i know i do know some like we knew homies even back then that was smoking we age, was we sure. were scared to smoke back then yeah, yeah i was scared to do a lot of shit that's funny Pussy. Shout out to our parents. We were so pussy. We just had a strict, not like a strict, like, you know, what? A, I don't know. Our parents just. Until a certain age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because by 13, 
if we wanted to have been going off yeah, for doing sure. our thing, smoking, we just happened to be just be hooping. Like if yeah. we wanted to, we could have been. Oh yeah, it was around us for sure. We just chose to go this route. We, was we like, had the free time to do it too. Yeah, we was like, I'm just gonna go this way, guys. I'm gonna walk this way. We went to <laughs> yeah, we were just going to school. Yeah, bro, that's it. <laughs> You're just going to school, man. If that's you know, you it. know. Uh, Kodak Black dropped a new track okay. called "I'm So Awesome." He also announced his new album's coming out next week. What do you think about the track? Uh, so this, I think, this was my favorite song that came out this weekend, bro. Okay. Um, so I sent it to the group. Over Trippy Red's tracks? Yeah, man. I sent okay. it to the group because, you know, we've been having this conversation all year. It's like, who has had the best year? Who's the best rapper this year? And I've been saying Kodak Black. We both have. It's been undoubtedly. Yeah. Even, even with the homies when mm-hmm. we talking, For sure. undoubtedly it's been Kodak Black. Hearing this song just put the fucking stamp on it for me. I was like, okay. There's nobody who's going to compete with him this year because now there's an album coming out. That's another thing. I didn't know the album was coming out. But the song, I'm So Awesome, Kodak is in his best shape, man. I know we say this all the time. We've said it before, but I really believe, bro, is in the best shape he's ever been. I really believe that. When you say best shape he's ever been, do you mean like his rap skills? Rapping, rapping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rapping, bro. He's the sharpest I've ever seen him. Like... We thought that he was going crazy when Dying to Live dropped. Mm-hmm. He's twice as sharp as that. Yeah, bro. He came up off of this track this time. It's impressive, man. It's very impressive, bro. He's been putting in that work. He's been locked in. You could tell from, from the work. Now, when people start to compare work ethics and things like that, he's the guy right now I'm comparing to Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to argue with if you. If you think about like the year 2022, he's gone on a hell of a fucking run. He just hasn't popped out publicly to mm-hmm. make it like, ah, here right. I am. Right. Hasn't had the album behind it. And I don't like that we're getting the Kodak album in the fourth quarter. How come? The fourth quarter, there's going to be less, there's less traction behind it off of the rip. Now he's getting he's getting the good part of the fourth quarter, the beginning of October, mm-hmm. but letting this spin for a month or two or three. When you get into November and December, you already get to people cutting back on listening to rap music. Okay. They're listening to holiday music too. All right. I mean, of course we're still listening to rap music, but you're cutting certain parts of your stuff if you're a holiday music listener, which is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You're chopping shit, and that's a lot of people chopping listens. I wouldn't drop in this quarter if I'm looking for that. No, no, that makes sense. Even though he's he's coming early, um, he's set to drop this week Friday as well. So, and people not even listening to music during that time period, right. or people that the holidays are around. So November this mm-hmm. time to this time, I'm not playing new albums like that. I'm doing this, or the Christmas time, I'm not playing that. It's better if I drop in August. I guess September, October, November to have months of people spinning my shit consecutively to where there could be months in this shit that portions drop off gotcha no that makes sense i hadn't really looked at it that way but um i think he'll still just be okay because he's able to just use the the year that he's had so yeah and he's the hottest right now right so it may not make a difference for kodak black um whether you know where he drops but um that's that's a good discussion for real but the song, like I said, I'm So Awesome is crazy. Also, those other songs, uh, we never really did talk about that two-pack that he had dropped. The song, it was called Spin and uh, Walk. Those are also going to be on the album as well. So, okay. So he has, you know, he has three songs out technically right now for the album. So 
looking forward to it. It'll be out this Friday, like we said, Cutthroat Bill, Volume One. Um, did you did you say how you felt about the song though? Yeah, I like the song. Okay. I didn't say that on here. Um, what I was really getting into, my thoughts were more on the album. Um, I know we don't give a fuck here that much about numbers. Of course, we're gonna state them, but uh, this one, I really want to see what it what it's gonna come to be for first week. Yeah, because because of what you just said. Yeah, he's killing it. No, I like just off the fact that he's killing mm-hmm. these streets. And Kodak Black is a crossover commercial artist. Like I know he's gutter and he's rap. He's crossed over. Like they're they're little white kids that listen to Kodak Black yeah. everywhere. Yeah. This is gonna do a lot of judgment for me on where the rap game sits. He should do a hundred easy. Okay. Kodak Black should do a hundred easy. He has the rap game on clinch. And he has commercial. Mm-hmm. There's no reason he shouldn't do 100. I want to see, but but that's pre-2022 rap game. This is going to show me like what the biggest is, is going to do. Nothing's going to be an L for Kodak Black because no. I know he has the streets and the whole game locked. Right. This is just going to show me, okay, this is what's average for the best rapper out right now. That's this is what's going to give me something to look forward to when baby drops i was just about to say that's fair i was just about to say because then the next week we'll yes get, we'll get a little baby and we'll, we'll be able to compare the two and of course i think baby's gonna do more than kodak yeah of course but but still we can use baby as the landscape or you know for where the where the game is right now i only expect baby to do 20 to 30 more than kodak though mm, see that's good kodak's that high Sheesh. and kodak's always been that big he's just not, not as big. hot right now as yeah. little baby yeah, yeah. well he is right now because he's fucking smoking but um this is going to show me a lot it's going to show me where we're going to be able to gauge rap moving forward Absolutely. baby baby if nothing is going to show us where we're going to gauge the rap games numbers moving forward mm-hmm. we've really been waiting all year to see what this is going to be he dropping in the fourth quarter too that's he can't. He can do what the fuck he wants. Yeah, yeah. This, this is this is not. <laughs> this is not Kodak, or this is not something normal. Yeah. Kodak's not normal either. But this is rap Drake we're talking about right now. He can he can drop whenever. Now we can move on to albums. The number one album on Apple Music right now. This nigga's tearing the streets up. Sorry for what by Tory Lanez. This is one of the only albums I've listened to so far this week. I listened to Tory Lanez. I listened to Trippy Red. We played a little bit of that. Uh, well, I heard Kid Cudi. Um, and we played some of YG. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the other stuff we haven't heard. We'll get into those other albums as well. But Sorry for What by Tory Lanez I did hear. Wow. Yeah, tell me about it, man. I wasn't able to hear Tory, so tell me, tell me how you feel about it. Tory Lanez... Don't let don't make it seem like I'm putting on a cape, even though sometimes I do cape for for Tory Lanez. That man's an artist. He's just a true artist. Whatever it is, he decides to put pen to, he's gonna kill it. And he kills it time and time and time again. This is another one. Um it's to the point where I see he's actually with a distribution company now. Um he's still signed to himself, but he's got a distribution company. Okay. Um I think it's called Create Music Group. 
he's moving a lot more units this time around. I'm seeing, or, or that I'm I'm projecting he's going to move a lot more units this time. Yeah, it's almost like the Tory Lane's name is clear. We saw pictures from his album release party, mm-hmm. and the biggest of the biggest of the biggest of the biggest were there. And I was like, nah, but they're not going to post this shit on their stories. Right? Lies. <laughs> Everybody posted it. Everybody came for the Tory Lanez shit this time. I was like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're not gonna post it because he's blackballed. Mm-hmm. No, nah, you're right, man. Uh, Davies, Ty Dolla Sign, Schmurder was there. Shmurda. Yeah, um, yeah, just some names. Nav looks like he was in the building. Just some names. Uh, but yeah, I was shocked too. So LeBron, LeBron James, you know when LeBron, I was when, just about to say that <laughs> when music drops and, and LeBron gets on his stories and he and he's playing your shit, that says something. He's we, a hip, he's a he's a hip hop historian. We ain't never talked about that. I don't, I don't think. But if LeBron LeBron has an effect yeah. on, on the culture when it comes to music as well, if LeBron gets on Instagram and he's tagging you and he's playing your shit, that that means something. That says something. That means it, it means something. Like I know it's just LeBron, but that says something that. My music is good enough that the best players in the league are probably warming up to my shit. Yeah. They're shooting to my shit. They're practicing in my shit. And if LeBron, the greatest in the league, is doing that, all these niggas in the NBA is listening to my tracks. Come on now. I'm one of the best. So, huh? so that was something for me. I sat back and I said, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to listen to this album. Corey, like, But the thing is. I play every Tory Lanez album, and Kari finds some reason to not listen to it right off the rip. Yeah. But by the time you come to listen to it, you love the album. Yeah, it's just, Tory just one of them, I don't have to listen immediately when it comes out. Nah. There's a lot no, of yes, artists like that for me. Nah, nah. So, nah, yeah. he's a Friday listen. Nah, not for me. <laughs> not, not, not That's right a Friday now. listen for me. Daystar, you get that Friday listen out of me. <laughs> But I'm gonna check it out, bro. Like I said, um, I've heard enough, you know, from just the media, social media. But you as well, like you came in and when you said, I said, all right, bro, I'm, I'm gonna definitely spend that. Yeah, I ain't even talk about social media. They were raving over that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, social media is back to showing Tory love. You don't see a whole lot of the Tory hate anymore unless you like into the shade room comments. Mm. Interesting. Think they gonna go to court? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say, look, look, look. I just opened up. All right. Opened no, up no, I'll say words. one thing. All I'll right. say one thing. They're gonna drag and drag and drag and drag to drag the case out until it, until it closes, until it gets uh, dismissed. Yeah, man. But we'll see. They uh, they set it for December right now or November. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. It, this shit happened in summer of two thousand and twenty. In the midst of the pandemic, nigga, in the thick of it. To think, to think if that never happened, how big that that guy would be. How big they could have like been together making music. Hey man, how big the baby could have stayed <laughs> had he just had he just stayed out of that. Right, bro. If he just decided not to show up that day, or, <laughs> or not, the day before, or not have sex for the day before, allegedly, or after, or after, who knows? He said he had sex the day after. Did she not? Oh my god, she was fucking on that foot. I don't even want I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, me neither, man. YG dropped an album called I Got Issues. Yes, yeah, so like we said on the last pod, we was giving YG high praise, throwing the cape on. Absolutely. I'll as talk, we should. As we should. 
I said YG doesn't drop bad music. He doesn't. As he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He, we said he could do wrong. He can't. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> he does no wrong. He does no wrong. Um, but man, the album finally came out. I got issues. And here it is, another example of how good of an artist YG is and how well he puts albums together. You mentioned this before, bro. YG has been in the game so long. He understands how things worked. He knows how to make hit records. He knows how to put an album together. He knows what features, sounds here. Like he just knows everything yeah. of, of the music industry. This this album for me, listening to it from track one to the end was a perfect example of just how to make a well put together album that's your sound. It doesn't sound like anybody else. I love this album. Roderick Taylor example. The same way a chef like knows exactly what needs to go into a good pot roast. Just make an example. You need this. You need that. You need this. You need. You check every single part of the list yep. before you complete. He has to do certain things with the album, even if that's I EQ this or I market it this way or I have to drop a hit record or I have to have sixteen songs or he knows exactly what needs to be done business wise and music wise he need he knows what type of songs need to be on there how many of those types of songs need mm -hmm. to be there how many bangers how many slows how many melodies how many yeah it just yeah bro like it's a perfect combination of everything like you said like there'll be two songs here that may be full rap then i'm gonna switch it up and go melodic then i'm gonna go um, i'm gonna have an interlude like I was gonna just, say, yeah just perfect man but i love this album i think this was my favorite like album drop of the weekend that i've heard if, um, but this has it just it, there's so many songs, bro. I, I can go through the list, but go ahead. If you don't like YG, you probably hate fresh, fresh water, sunshine, and puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fresh water, sunshine, and puppies. <laughs> you have to hate those three things in order if you fucking hate YG. He makes some of the greatest music. But what were you gonna say about some of your favorite tracks? Uh, man, no, nah, yeah, there's just a few. So one track I want to go over is called Sober, Roddy Rich and Post Malone. Okay. So I told you earlier, Roddy Rich once again is just showing like how much of he's just been in his bag. This is an example right here, bro. Like Roddy Rich got on this song and went crazy. YG got on this song and went crazy. Then you go get Post Malone. That's why I say like he just knows how to pick the perfect people for certain songs, and that's that's one of those songs. Okay. Um, but one other that I liked was Go Dumb. There's a Tell Me When to Go sample E40 on that mm. bitch featuring her. Man, bro, like this this album is, is crazy. You said Very her good. is on the track? Mm hmm Okay. Okay. Very good. Then he has, you know, uh, YG is just super smart, man. There's a song talking about baby mamas. Just some trendy, catchy shit that niggas gonna fuck with. He talking about like how how he hate his baby mama and shit. You know, he just has he has a song for everybody, basically, is what I'm saying. Like he knows how to make songs that are going to appeal to a wide audience. He knows how to sell and have replay value. Exactly. Okay. Great, great album, though, man. Check it out. Only 14 songs, 49 minutes. It's short. That's another thing I love. It's straight to the point. He gets in, gets out, and it's great. Okay. Kid Cudi, we want to get in his album, too. He dropped a track called, I'm oh, sorry, an album called Intergalactic, along with his, uh, his Netflix movie. <clears throat> I heard the album. I actually heard some of it on the movie. The rest, I'm just playing tracks just to fill in. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if he played the entire album throughout the movie, mm -hmm. but if so, then I've heard it. I've heard it over. But um, this is great. Like I'm not saying just the album, the album and the movie together. I was telling you about the movie. Um, we don't have to get into it now. We'll actually get into that Thursday. But it's it's incredible. The the music. It just it's Kid Cudi. 
I couldn't say anything bad about it. We heard some of it before just with fart noises over it. But um, it's great. I can't pick out songs like that because, like I said, busy weekend. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait. I haven't got to Kid Cudi's um, album or the Netflix special. Uh, I want to correct myself as well. I think on a couple episodes I said that that was going to be like episode filled. We we thought so, mm-hmm. I think, because when he released Intergalactic, he released it in his chapters. Okay. But there are chapters within the movie. Okay. That makes sense. But it's an actual movie. It's an actual movie. You'll see, like, maybe through 15 minutes, you'll go to chapter two after 45. And chapter, okay. Yeah. It, makes you sense. go through a few different chapters. For sure. No, I definitely can't wait to check that out, man. I'm going to try to get to that, like, very soon. Definitely by the next part, like we said, because we're going to just go over it. But uh, it's it's something I will watch, like, as soon as possible. It's that good. Okay. For sure. Now, I'm going to check it out. The uh, the track, uh, the album as well, because I know he had songs with Todd Dollar Sign. Uh, two Changes on there. I saw that song. So Two Changes is also on the movie. Really? And when you see him, you're going to know it's him. Oh, see, nah, bro. The, I'm tripping. I got to watch this. The moment you see him, you're like, oh, Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> Kenya Barris is on a, uh, is on a part. Um, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, it's fucking... It, before he even opens his mouth, mm. like, that's fucking Kenya Barris. Okay. Um, but th- there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things going on there. Um, it's a great movie. For sure. It has a real motion picture storyline it's animated it's a cartoon but it carries the actual flow of a rom-com it's a romantic comedy okay it's great he has um kid cuddy's a young guy in his 20s moving up the ranks um of art video games things like that he has his two best friends along the way and um he's just navigating things tyler uh ty dollar signs one of his best friends and <clears throat> they're funny as hell yeah and sure. navigating relationships life things like that it's great definitely gonna check it out man all right man let's go ahead and move on <clears throat> ddg it's not me it's you yeah so i got to this one i don't think you were able I'm to i'm so mad i didn't i wasn't able to get into a lot of this stuff because last week was a great week in music yeah, this man. week was a great week in music I need to get into all of these albums. YG is one of my favorites. I haven't been able to get into it. Kid Cudi, I want to run over again. DDG, I didn't able to. Uh, I didn't get into any of that. Mm-hmm. The next album we'll talk about. I wasn't able to get into. Damn was, it, you, you nephew. <laughs> I was able to spin uh, DDG's album, man. It's not me, it's you. Um, I was definitely surprised by this album. I knew I was gonna like it, but I actually so far like it more than I thought I would. Uh, I was telling you in pre-production, well, yeah, man. I, I knew you would like it. Yeah, yeah. It's very just creative, bro. He just has so many different like styles and sounds throughout the album. There's rap. There's melodic. There's singing. There's relationship. Uh, there's there's songs. Gunna. There's a song with Kevin Gates. There's there's interludes from Kevin Gates. Like it, there's there's just so much, but it sounded very good. Sonically. We talked about how smart he was last pod. Remember? We did, yeah. Yeah, now like uh, even with the schemes with his nephew or with the valedictorian, he knows how to work mm-hmm. it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Pause. <laughs> he knows how to work it. He knows how to work his music. There you go. There we go. Sheesh, brother. Yeah. You, was... you want to be the pot or the kettle, Corey? The pot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep using that one. Right, right. Uh, but no, nah, man. Like I said, when you play this we'll we'll talk more about it but you're gonna love this this album as well man this one is short too 30 minutes i like, expect to love this album yeah man this i might have put y'all on ddg uh maybe okay maybe i'm not or maybe, sure or maybe i just 
I know in the group, I was the one that kind of pumped pumped him up a lot. Uh, when the Calabasas song came out, I believe that you kind of was. He had a track called Broccoli or something like that. I don't. I, I have no idea. Um, am I smoking broccoli? But yeah, from from sure. that point on, I was like, okay, he's different. I had seen his YouTube stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't watch it because I thought it was probably going to be annoying. I I don't. I'm not one of the people from. We're not from the the celebrity YouTubers era. Yeah, that was right after us. Yeah, that was right when we kind of got into high school and mm-hmm. kind of got off of that vlog vibe watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I never really got into that, and he looked younger than us. So I I didn't, but I'm gonna get into this album. Sounds great. Yep. Freddie Gibbs soul sold separately. Yep. Yep. Why didn't we mention that Freddie Gibbs was dropping an album last week? How did we forget that? Just kind of forgot. Yeah, that's that's our fault. Cause um, he was definitely was on the radar. Cause I remember he yeah. was, he was dropping billboards all across cities, letting people know the album was coming. So yeah, we just kind of forgot about it and. This was another one that, unfortunately, I just wasn't able to play much. I heard one song. He does have a song with Offset called, like, uh, Pain and Strife or something like that. And that song was, like, number one on Apple. Like, that song is like that. It has a Bone Thugs and Harmony sample. Okay. It's fucking crazy, bro. Like, damn near, probably, like, if you would have heard it, you'd probably been like, bro, that's the best song that probably came out this weekend. It's that good. I need to actually hear it. I'm mad we didn't play that shit, bro. Fuck. I'm mad that so many good albums came out. This week, and I wasn't able to hear any of these. By the time Thursday comes, I'm gonna have a new view on a lot of this. Yeah, we got some homework to do. Absolutely, I actually apologize because <laughs> this is the first week I've ever came in and didn't listen to this much music. Like I'm like, damn, I didn't listen to anything. Yeah. But now that I'm apologizing, no, fuck that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was just like, damn, that's platform, you. man. I didn't <laughs> listen. I was fucking busy. Shit. Nah, we're gonna get to it on Thursday for sure. Freddie Gibbs was just, I think. I don't know, bro. It just wasn't a lot of hype, I guess, behind his shit. But I'm, I'm sure once we get through his shit fully, we're going to probably be like, oh, this nigga's rapping better than everybody else that even dropped this week, more than likely. So I'm looking forward to hearing his shit. Like I said, that Offset song, when you hear that shit, I know you're going to be like, okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's like that, bro. Okay. <clears throat> are, we out of, are we out of albums? We are finally out of albums. All right. Let's get, in, let's get into the news that I can actually provide for you guys right now. <clears throat> So it seems YNW Melly's been accused of teaming up with his lawyer and another inmate in an attempt to escape prison. What's up with Melly, man? I thought Melly was going to be on his way out of jail. We thought so, right? But it says right here that he's he's being accused of planning an escape. It says on Tuesday, September the 27th, another pretrial hearing uh, was for uh, was held for his double murder trial to discuss uh, the motion to request removal of visitation. Because uh, they have a reason to believe his lawyer is signing in under her name on her computer and allowing him off the books visitation with some of the people that he wants to talk to so he can say things that aren't documented. And they believe that he's been in connection with uh, the lawyer that way and other people to be able to uh, obtain a key. That comes into prison for them to be able to get out of the, the, uh, the bars. I ain't gonna lie, that that probably sounds like one of the worst escape plans you can ever have. That shit sounds dumb as hell. It sounds very dumb. I'm I'm just gonna go back on uh what I'm what they're saying. That says the confidential source gave us two pieces of information. 
One turned out to be 100% true, and that was that they had a shank and drugs. And the person that had the shank and drugs was not YNW Melly. It was another inmate. Okay. The second tip stated that uh, YNW Melly and the inmate had been in connection with the attorney to uh, bring in two handcuff keys to aid in the escape. Both YNW Melly's attorney and YNW Melly's mother have made comments speaking out saying that these are ridiculous charges. These are smear campaigns mm-hmm. that they're saying these things just to damage his campaign. So by the time he does go to trial, because a trial uh, jury has not been picked yet for his, his trial, they're smearing his campaign. So by the time a jury is picked, they'll already have what they what they like depicted him. Yeah, yeah. Of him. Um, that makes sense though in their argument and it's it kind of this this situation sounds dumb that's why I said that escape plan especially for somebody like Melly he's been locked up for four years now but like I thought we have been um, under the notion that he was probably going to be out soon at least they were working towards that that's what his mother's saying that the reason why they're bringing all of this up right is because oh were you getting into that yeah I'm saying like yeah, go ahead. if that is the case I don't think you would do something dumb like that to get out i mean to possibly like ruin your chances of getting out absolutely and and now i'm gonna go on yeah that's what his mother was saying they're bringing this stuff up is what she's saying Mm -hmm. because there's no case they don't have anything on him like you said they didn't have the motive on why he would kill his two best friends they didn't have the murder weapon they only had what they thought happened so let's go ahead and smear this guy's name so by the time we bring the jury in, we can just go ahead and open and shut case this thing. This man, this whole situation has just been. This has been bad, bro. His whole time, the last four years for Millie have been the worst. I'm, if he gets out and found not guilty, things of that nature, mm-hmm. I'm suing for rest. Like I'm suing, I'm <laughs> suing the fuck out of these people. I'm fucking suing. I'm suing. Facts, bro. It's a lot of just ups and downs, evidence, no evidence. Three years of my life for this, though? Going on four. Yeah. It'll be four before he gets out because he was arrested, I think, January or February of 2019. Yeah. Just as that album came out. he had, It was the first quarter for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I remember. That's terrible. Terrible, man. And and it's sad, like I said, especially if, it, if they, they do come out and say, like, this smear campaign is true all the information that they're trying to you know bring to the table ends up being false oh people are gonna have to pay for that shit like you said there's gonna be lawsuits fines like somebody has to pay for that shit bro no i just don't think i don't think anybody pays for that i'm just like i said i'm gonna restate it it's a smear campaign i don't think somebody who supposedly is going to be on his way out soon i know they've been saying this ever since he's been locked up would be trying to break out why would you try to break out when you know this is not prison break, boy? You are not Michael Schofield. Like, for real. Like, <laughs> nah, no cap. You can't, bro. I would think breaking out in prison today is probably, like, the hardest shit to do. And going about it that way, changing names on computers, like, Melly not doing that shit, bro. Well, for a double murder, you're probably in a pretty high security prison. Absolutely. It's going to be damn near impossible to break out unless you're in connection with not just your lawyer, you got to have an escape route out of the jail right. past guards. Yeah, I was going to say past law enforcement. So, no, happening. no, this sounds <laughs> this sounds crazy. Yeah, now that we're actually we read this before mm-hmm. and we kind of got a synopsis before. But as we're saying this again, 
This sounds bogus. Yeah, bro. This sounds absolutely bogus, and you guys need to cut this shit out on YNW Melly's name. Yeah, I'm not going for it right now, I swear. I'm not going for it, it either. It don't sound. This is this sounds just like a smear campaign. Yeah, it don't sound. Wow. The more <laughs> the more we, we said this, even though we talked about this in pre-production, the yeah. more we say this now, no, get this the fuck out of my face. I'm with the mom. What is he gonna take the keys out and walk right past everyone? Right. Him and his 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 cellmate. And he's in maximum security, like you said. There's cameras all throughout that bitch, bro. You're in for a double murder. He's been in the hole. Of course he's in a, a max security prison. Yeah, Somebody's lying. Okay. And yeah. Melly. I don't think it's Melly. Absolutely not. Yeah. But we can go ahead and move on. That's a funny fucking story now that I now that we're getting <laughs> to it. Not funny, but not funny, ha ha. No, yeah. But funny, weird. Like the audacity. Yeah, have you, no, I just that was a, a TikTok. Nobody, nobody remember. Oh, yeah, I, I, that was that was funny, but it wasn't funny, ha ha. That was funny, weird. But that's true, yeah, even in this statement, for sure. But we can go on to Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent officially announced the debut trailer for his forthcoming hip hop homicide series, which is a TV show that's going to take place. Uh, deep diving on the unsolved murders in the hip-hop community yep looks like it's gonna premiere on november 3rd it's about time highly anticipated man and i'm i'm sorry i had no idea maybe i did and just forgot but when we got news of this recently i was like oh i don't i did not know about this it does say highly anticipated i had no idea this was happening yeah i'm i'm shocked i don't i'm not gonna say that nobody cares because i believe everybody's gonna care about this for sure Everyone huddles around shit or in the black and hip hop community. Everyone huddles around the shit that 50 Cent does. But um, I wouldn't say it's critically acclaimed just because. I don't think even yeah, 50 wasn't talking about this. No, facts. And that's that's why I'm saying I just wanted to state that. But um, this this is interesting. I am looking forward to to hearing these stories about these unsolved murders and things like that. Um, Van Lathan's hosting. Yeah, I I definitely think 50 is. Anytime 50 puts his hands on something, bro, he's he's took some time and he's studied and he's going to make sure it's told in the right way. Mm-hmm. So I expect this to be one of those. And like you mentioned, Van Lathan being, you know, actually um, the host along with 50 Cent uh, producing it. If y'all don't know Van Lathan, he's former TMZ. He's the host of Red Pill Podcast. Yeah. He's the one that stood up to Kanye. <laughs> That's what he's most he famous did. for. He did. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the clips that we did see in the montage, they included, um, you know, X, Pop Smoke, King Von, Soldier Slam. I saw Mo 3 on there. So I'm like, okay, like 50 tapping in, you know, to to the culture. So looking forward to it, man. Hopefully they, they produce it and they, you know, perform it the correct way. And unfortunately, this is this is fortunate for the viewership and for the consumer but unfortunate for families victims in the hip-hop community unfortunately this is the show that's going to go on for a long time mm-hmm. yeah it's i mean of course fresh things that they're not going to be able to touch um they're going to have to wait on but there's a laundry list of rappers this could go on for forever yeah unfortunately like you said um and i, I don't mean this and like any funny way but um you're never gonna run out of content with something like this you know what i mean like they have a huge library that they can go years back because it doesn't even have to be unsolved murders exactly they're just saying hip-hop homicides like we talk yeah that's the thing right i did say unsolved so that's my okay that's why i could go on forever Mm. we got x 
because I saw Mo Three on there. We know just from being from the city that they got Mo Three's uh, suspects. Right. Um, <clears throat> King Vaughn, Pop, they got those guys. Mm-hmm. This could go on all the way back to the late eighties. It's gonna go on forever. <laughs> yeah. And and this is the information in rap that I think a lot of people do need. Now, if you don't want to tune in forever because you don't want to deal with something with that negative nature, don't watch every week. But I do think this is vital to the rap community. I do, too, because it says they're going to deep dive um, by breaking down evidence, gathering exclusive eyewitness testimonies and analyzing conspiracies. Oh, that's all you had to say right there. Analyzing conspiracies. I'm in. I'm in. Right. Wait till we have exclusive content coming at y'all. I'm about to throw so many of these conspiracy little <laughs> extra content pods in the end for y'all, but but we'll see. You had me at conspiracy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need a t-shirt that says that. Yeah, that's Or a sweater, fine. a crew neck, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> Are you ready to move on? Yep. Trevor Noah, he's set to exit The Daily Show. Man, this was crazy. After a great seven-year run, I swear this one... This one shocked me. I got hit across the face with this. Really? No homo. That shit sounded. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? But that leads me straight to, of course, because he did have a long run. Where are we going next with this? Not for Trevor Noah, for The Daily Show. They have to go somewhere. I don't know who you could get to replace Trevor Noah. He's ran that show so well, bro. Like, I don't know who could do that. What I will say is. And we can probably put money on it. Are you aware with I me? Mean, are you aware of Hassan Minaj, the comedian? I think so. I'm, I'm gonna have to see his face. I don't know. Um, what what's his name? Hassan Minaj. Um, if, yeah. If you if you look up H U S A N, he's one okay. of the biggest comedians out. So he'll pull right up. He did a lot of work for John Stewart when John Stewart was on The Daily Show, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a he's hilarious. He he's a great writer. I believe Hassan Minaj will be the one that picks up and does the Daily Show from here on out. Now okay. that'll be a big cultural issue. I don't. I hope it's not. But um, that's a that's a broad show that even had to uh, even had to accept a lot when Trevor Noah took that position. Oh yeah, of course. But um, I think Hassan Minaj is the one for the position, and I think that he's going to be the one that takes it for okay. sure. Yeah, I see him now. Um, I don't think I was too familiar with with him, but but yeah, somebody. I mean, there's gonna be some big shoes to fill. Obviously, like I said, the last seven years, Trevor Noah has has done a magnificent job at that show. Comparable to Jimmy Fallon's and yes. Jimmy Kimmel's and Conan O'Brien's, having that spot is having a late night run like. A, when you talk about like late night kings, like I've always wanted a late night show. Like that's crazy. When these these type of people, he's gonna go down in the Johnny Carson like type of. He's not Johnny Carson, but he's gonna go down in one of those yeah, type of lists for sure. Yeah, but I can't wait to see who's next. I'm not 100 percent sure it'll be who I said, mm-hmm. but uh, I want to see because everybody that's been on that show has been genuinely funny. Now, I I, I think. Trevor wasn't as funny as Jon Stewart, um, but John yeah, Stewart was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> but we'll see. Let's move on. <clears throat> Where are we at with it, Corey? Next, we have a rule. 
or a law. Oh yeah, the California bill or law, or was that a law? Yeah, they they passed it. Yeah, okay. I think they passed it. So it states California becomes the first state in the country to officially limit the use of rap lyrics as evidence. Yeah, they signed the bill into law on Friday. Okay. Uh, yeah, Governor Newsom signed a bill on Friday that will limit the use of creative content against rappers and musicians. Their lyrics cannot be used as evidence unless a judge reviews the lyrics and deems them this. Oh, so they can still use the lyrics and they're going <laughs> to. <laughs> Only in certain. <laughs> Certain situations, certain uh, circumstances. So you mean all of the situations? Exactly, because <laughs> who's gonna say what's what? What's black and white, man? See, this is there. This is how the loopholes always get thrown in because it's like you give the power to them to choose where they want to um, inflict the law or the rule, and they're gonna do it all the time, every single like, time. Because, right? because if there, a, there's no rule stating that this is black and this is white, and there's no petty charges that are getting brought up over lyrics when you bring lyrics in it's because we're talking about gun charges we're talking about murders attempted murders ricos so if it's gotten to a situation that's already that severe of course they're gonna ask for the lyrics i don't yeah this sounds like this sounds like a great bill yeah it's it's a huge step until you read the fine print though yeah i mean at least at least we're still having that conversation because there were a lot of artists that were um, associated with this. We saw a Zoom meeting between YG, Killer Mike, Ty Dolla Sign, Tyga, Meek Mill, Too Short, and E-40. They were all um, the guys that were behind this, helping the governor of California push this rule. So definitely, it's something that is good, but like you said, is it really going to be effective? Like right now with the YSL situation, that's what their whole case is being brought up about. Like, how effective is this really going to be? Because, bro, like, I'm going to keep saying it because th- this is the main point. When you don't, when you're not specific on what can be used, it says when they only deem it to be necessary. That means you're still giving the judge or the prosecutor the power to yeah. use whatever they want because they deem it to be necessary. What does that mean? Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking through a lot of these comments, and I guess nobody read any of this shit because it's all just praise. If you look at through any like if you look through any of the comments, it's all just hey he's working, he's getting a job done, he's doing it, he's killing, he's murdering, he's I love him. I just, let me suck this nigga's dick. Did somebody like, said he need to be depressed. Somebody said is he single? What the fuck? What the fuck, Kari? What in the fuck? Oh man, I don't know, bro. It's oh. a, it's a cool idea though for sure. I fuck with the movement. He invited to the barbecue. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. You're not invited. <laughs> there's got to be more to it, man, because there's there's also another thing. So it says here to ensure lyrics and music videos can't be used in court without judicial review. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's still a way. Like, I, I don't know. But I just think from what we're reading, I don't think this is really going to cause. You said you can't use videos is, anymore. It says. California is the first state to ensure creative content like lyrics and music videos can be used against artists in court without judicial review. So what is without judicial review? Okay, so yeah, like literally, just like we said, the judge has to deem it accessible. Necessary. Yeah, necessary, which if somebody says that he was toting guns in his music video, they're going to deem it necessary. Let's find out. If the case is high profile... They're going to deem it necessary. Hey, they they said it was a prop gun. So why don't we just look at the video and see? 
Oh, he said he used seven seven six two bullets to kill him. Right. Let's pull the bullets. Let's pull the evidence. Why don't we listen to his song? See if he or they said that the the bullets were used were two two three. Right. Why don't we listen to track number fourteen on his album? Oh, he used the two two three bullets. Mm. Yeah, it's accessible. Yeah, he I think I think it's valid. We can use this. Throw it in the case. Yeah, bro. That's that's a thin line there. Like I said, that's gonna cause cause a lot of havoc. But I mean, shout out to California. You know, they are always trying to be the progressive state. Shout out to to Cali for trying yeah, because man. I'm sure Forget that it. it wouldn't get passed if it didn't have the without a judge's approval right. or yada yada. I'm sure without that, yeah. they they throw that shit right the fuck out. Right. And shout out to those rappers, like we said, who are doing that work on the back end that it, you know doesn't get talked about. Killing Mike. Uh, Meek Mill, YG, like shout out Ti, um, even on the East Coast, Meek Mill, Jay Z, mm -hmm. like like shout out to everybody that's really putting in the work for social reform, yeah. for uh, for things like this, yeah, because it does help to a certain extent. You know we wouldn't saying? get any of this. They wouldn't push for any of this if we didn't, we didn't, if we didn't push it. We weren't yeah. having the conversations for sure. We wouldn't even get this far, definitely. If we wouldn't up their ass about it, mm -hmm. which we have to be, or nothing to get done, yeah. So I'm glad that it's, it, that something is getting done, but um, more. And I, I, I'm not selfish. I mean, we're not greedy asking for more. More. We need more. But 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 how much more? Kobe Bryant. More. <laughs> but but I'm already the best. But are you a different <laughs> animal and the same beast? <laughs> you said, what the fuck is that? Real talk though. <clears throat> All right, let's go ahead and move past that. A stampede at an Indonesian soccer match happened over the weekend, mm -hmm. left over 130 dead, Kari. Yeah, bro, I was reading this. This, this was insane. Um, I'm going to read a little report here, but it says there were multiple fights that broke out between supporters of two rival soccer teams. Okay, that's what I needed to know. And there's another question. Keep going on that I need okay. to know. And then it says the police fired tear gas to stop the altercations, causing panic throughout the stadium. It was announced that most of the deceased were trampled to death. Okay, so the first thing that I want to ask, if 130 people died, how many people were in attendance to this? Oh, this is a soccer game, bro. It was probably thousands. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, it's probably hundreds of thousands, honestly. How does, how do 125 people die? This is this is where Roderick goes into conspiracy mode. All right. I understand people getting trampled and dying. 125 people die. Not 15, mm -hmm. not 10 that got trampled over. 100 and I'm sorry, 125 was read at a certain point. Then I read something that said at least 127. I woke up this morning. They said at least 130. God damn. There's no way that many people get stomped over, Corey. No, that I'm with you. That many? You have to ask a question like, how does that many? I've never seen this many people die at one time in one place. How many? How many people were y'all stepping over? Right. To, in a situation where it's just oh they were just trampled like you said I've never seen this many people just die from being trampled bro like that's crazy 130 people that can't get up at a soccer game I don't know how was what was the seating 
Did they storm the field? <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Because, nigga, it's a big-ass stadium. How y'all can't get out this up? What the fuck happened? And oh, and how man. bad were the fight? No, no, no. This is planned. A fight broke out mm-hmm. and caused a, one fight. I don't know. Maybe multiple fights, but who knows? The fight started here. They started there. They started right, there. They right, started right. there. They killed 130. Right. It's the Boston fucking massacre. No weapons. They just stomped niggas to death. Just a bludgeon. Niggas just Mm-mm. beating each other to death. No, no. I, I need more. I need more. Yeah, but, and then, like you said, it said the police fired tear gas to stop the altercations, but that just caused panic. That's another thing where I'm like, what do you mean? So now people, yeah, because people are panicking. Now they're trying to run out of the building while they're, they can't see. But if there's only fighting going on, why is there so much panic and running out of the building? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Was there a blick? Did somebody shoot? What, what, it was just fights? That's all we know right now. I haven't seen any, anything that I've read. And this is coming from AP. This is the Associated Press, what I was reading. I didn't see any weapons. I didn't see any gunshots, any harm. All they said, there were multiple fights that started this shit. This is something that in the weeks coming, we're going to have to come back to because more more is going to unfold from this. Bro, you have to. If 130 people died. But let's just say right here, the Rising Grind podcast, Roderick and Kari have caught this fishy on day one. The same way I told niggas way back when that that Jussie Smollett shit was fishy. Y'all didn't believe me? Yeah. I told niggas Jussie was fishy on day one. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and it came out, all right? This is fishy. This story was crazy, bro. But, but while we're still in sports, Kari, we said we were going to spin back. Let's spin back on Ime Udoka. Oh, shit. Because Morris came out. They said that he was having an inappropriately uh, inappropriate relationship mm-hmm. with uh, a member of the staff. Well, you know he was fucking the owner's wife, Corey. Yeah, you're getting that. Yeah, yeah. Now get out of here. <clears throat> he was fucking the owner's wife. I really, I haven't. Like you're telling me this. This is news to me. I haven't. Corey, he was Corey. I haven't the, heard this. The woman that it, that that's in question. Mm-hmm. We thought that there was something like a VP or something like that. Yeah. It's the owner's wife, Corey. Sheesh. You can fuck plenty of women in the administration and get over on it. You can fuck plenty of women in the administration as long as it's consensual. Mm-hmm. Let me state like let me state that. You can fuck plenty of women in the Boston Celtics administration or staff organization, whatever you want to call it, and you're so high up, they'll get rid of that. Yeah. Not the owner's wife. Not the fucking owner's wife. No, that's crazy. I didn't hear that. Like I said, I did see something. Uh, this it's, rum- was, it's rumbles. This was this was funny, bro. So and that there's more women. The affair, the way that it was uncovered by the husband, it states that he overheard a private conversation on the doorbell camera. Nigga, the wife got caught up off the ring walking into the house. We got to be, y'all, if you're going to cheat... You got to be smart. People be so stupid. You what can't you? fuck over the nigga that signs your check. Yeah, that's that's how you get suspended for the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> With the pay, bitch. No cap. Yeah, now this is an instance. Now I've understood if this is all true, mm-hmm. like like I said, uh, which I, pres- I presume this to be true. I don't think this information that I've gotten is fake. Um, <clears throat> I see why they can't fire him, but I see why he's suspended the whole year. Yeah. 
I, I definitely this is not an instance where I believe he could be fired unless something were to come out that it was not consensual. Now, I heard there were some some comments made by him that weren't of the greatest uh, statute or stature or whatever you would like to call it. But a lot still to unfold on this. I We just mm-hmm. did say we were going to give an update. Um, yeah. Are you seeing anything that? Yeah, just um, just to add a little bit more to what you said, which is why I think there's going to be more and why the suspension was so um, cruel or harsh. It states that the law firm that's in charge of investigating this situation discovered that Ime, the coach, used crude language with mm-hmm. the female subordinate before the start of his workplace relationship. So, yeah, I'm sure, like I stated before, there's going to be more um, maybe like sexual assault, you know, going to just more something because – this is just huge, bro. You don't suspend somebody for that long if you're not, if it's not something more serious than, oh, there was just a consensual relationship. So, I don't know. He's fucking sick, though, bro. Yeah. You got knee alone at home. Yeah, I also, I also saw a slew of people on social media saying, like, we were saying that's knee along, but, like, any fine girl gets cheated on, too. I mean, we can have that conversation, yes, but, like, he's a basketball coach. You you just don't – he just seemed like everything was good. The nigga went to the finals. Neil Long is sitting courtside every fucking game. And you mean to tell me the lady who's sitting a couple seats down, you're fucking her? You're sick. They were saying she was um, she was the one in charge of the travel arrangement. She's buying the tickets for Neil Long to come to the game. He's a sick guy. All right, that's swag. <laughs> <laughs> that's swag. Yeah, I had to say, I had to say that for it to be. See, that's comedy. Now you know I'm not serious. It's comedy. That's swag. No, that's swag. <laughs> that's funny, bro. baby. No, no, the administration's gonna buy your seats. Yeah, don't even no, worry baby, about si- it, baby. Yeah, they got it. What? Are you, popcorn, chicken tenders. You just show up. Ooh, you getting the kids shit? I got it all taken care of. Oh my god, Lisa. Lisa has it all taken care of. Lisa. Shout out Lisa. I'm just making up that name, by the way, guys. But uh, no, no, Car. You saying like if you're not him, if you're him, you wouldn't be doing this. We need to know what she looks like. Man, nah, bro. If I got knee along and I'm I'm in my forties, fifties, and I've I'm the coach of the Celtics, bro. Like, what if she looks like like Brittany Renner? Nah, you got knee along. No, at home, nigga. You are on the road, just like these, like just like these basketball players, nigga. Like but you, you saw, but you're not on the court, boy. You saw the daddy from uh, Love and Basketball. <laughs> he was getting it on the road, even Thanks. in his retired days. <laughs> Talking about you picking up jobs, yeah, yeah. you picking up something, <laughs> some ass, what the fuck, dropping off dick. That's what you dropping off. No, nah, but. I'm nah, not bro. giving yeah, anybody yeah. in any excuse, nah, nah, but nah, I'm nah. just talking about a, a cheating man. No, and I and I I get it. It happens. Uh, whether it's the coach or a player, whether it's the prettiest woman or the ugliest, exactly. And Emay is a, is a good, he's a handsome guy. So like I, I get it. Oh uh, what? No, I'm just playing. Come on, no, I'm just, no, we could call guys nah, handsome, bro. He good looking. You know what I'm saying? So um, I get it that some women may be attracted to him. You know what I'm saying? And he may have that urge to cheat. But I'm just like, damn, bro. He just didn't give me that that vibe from the jump. And I know I don't know, bro. But I'm just saying, like, you have he did the whole family. It would be like. Curry cheating or fucking LeBron cheating. It would just be like, what the fuck? You had your family around us the entire time and you was I'm not gonna fucking name, around. I'm not going to name names and name names. I've heard whispers. 
everybody hear that shit, bro. But it is what. Oh, you talking, talking about? You talking about? You talking about the, the names one? I just named? Yeah. Do we have one specific that we're not gonna name? But like, I've heard, I've heard a whisper. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Good, 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 good. I plead the fifth. All right. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, man. I love both of them. Black men don't cheat, bro. Black men don't cheat. You know? I just said I heard a whisper. Yeah. Might not have been true. Um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and move on. Uh, Bruno Mars. <laughs> I don't want to get anybody injured. Bruno Mars. He yeah, certified Mars. his sixth diamond record. Man, fucking insane, bro. No. It's hard to do one diamond single. We tell y'all this all the time. This means that you in a lifetime, ten million. It is hard, and that's not that you sold ten million. You sold five million over in the U.S. You sold five million over in the U.K. And then yeah, you equal ten million. No, no, no. Yeah, one country. Yeah, it's not an um, accumulation like he sold this many in the United States of America. To have one diamond record in your lifetime. Could suffice someone's career. Six, you're one of the biggest musicians and artists of all time. I'm glad you you just stated that because that was going to be my next question. When it's all said and done, Bruno Mars has to be in the conversation of like the one of the greatest artists ever. He is. I can't even explain it. The the old like the old old the greatest of the greats. I'm talking the Michaels, the Elvis, yeah. the Buddy Hollies. Like Bruno Mars is like a Buddy Holly. I know a lot of young niggas don't know him. So like the the old 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 music greats. He's one of the fucking greatest of all time. It's not deniable. People, I know a gang of people that like to hate on Bruno for what reason I don't know. He can sing, he can dance, right. he can put on a show, he's versatile as fuck, he can do pop, he can rap if he wanted to, he can do R&B, he can do soul, he can talk to the crowd, and the nigga came up from nothing. Nothing, bro. Literally. The nigga came up from nothing. Nigga was open about his drug problems when he came through this bitch. Nigga came from nothing, dog. Niggas gotta stop hating, bro. When you have six diamond records... That is crazy. Like, I can't believe this shit. So, I'm going to just name the songs. Just the way you are. 13 million sold. Mm. Locked Out of Heaven. This is the last one that just. Yeah, that just came in. Locked Out of Heaven. So, 10 million. Uptown Funk, of course. That has 11 million sold. Grenade. This nigga is so crazy. I'll catch a grenade for you. No, the one that you're going to say next. That's the one that gets me. When I was your man. Oh. (laughs) Is that the one? I should have bought you flowers. Every time you in a breakup, like you bitch. Boy, that song hurt, fam. You, you bitch, because oh I never God. bought that bitch flowers. <laughs> um, and then the last one, that's what I like, ten million. So that's crazy, man. Shout out to Bruno Mars, like you we just stated, we gave you your flowers, man. You're a great all time legend when it's said and done, even right now, still. Hell while, yeah. While you're recording now, bro. But um, man, that's just amazing, fam. I, I've never seen. I don't know if I. I don't know if anybody has six. You'll never see it. You you might never see it again in their lifetime. Yeah, I don't Now, of course, niggas will go diamond back to back to back. Right. We'll probably, like, Michael probably went diamond six times I'm in sure. his lifetime. I'm sure he has, yeah. But um, outside of Michael, hell no. Six diamond records? Hell no. That's unheard of. If Michael has it. <laughs> right. Um, or if Michael had it by the time he died. Yeah. I'm not slighting Michael because it sounds like something he could have easily obtained. This but, just doesn't happen all but the time. But I don't know if he had yeah. that while he was alive. For sure. 
That's that's fucking huge. Yeah, man. Take it, yeah. Take your hat off to Bruno (laughs) Mars. He's not. He's not. You are you, but he is him. (laughs) (laughs) He is him. He is him. Thanks. Nah, that shit is crazy, bro. Shout out that man though, for real. This is the last thing I think we got on the list, Corey. Yeah. This was weird, and it kind (laughs) of pissed me off, Corey. As the kid, Cuddy, um, story was moving on like the intergalactic Mm -hmm. movie. He's in New York, in Manhattan, and I started to see the bike riding thing, and I was like, damn. I was like, I always say something about the Cali life, but I was like, New York doesn't seem bad these days either. And then I saw this fuck shit. So it says right here, a New York City bill would allow civilians to take photos of vehicles blocking bike lanes or crosswalks and report them to the police. New York, uh, New Yorkers, I'm sorry, who show evidence of a parking violation can earn 25% from the, the $175 ticket. So they're copping $43 off me? <laughs> no, fuck you. First off, bro, why is... Uh, this is snitching at a whole nother level. I've never seen snitching get this far. This is petty snitching. Like, we used to have, of course, like the drug charge, the gun charge, the attempted murder, mm-hmm. the assault, the battery... And then niggas would snitch for that to come home. Y'all are snitching to get some money on the the crosswalk? The bike? I y'all, guess, are, y'all are getting niggas on parking violations? I was going to say, I guess times is hard out here, man. That 43. That's in New York. What can you... You can't even buy shit in New York with $40, nigga. If you... Uh, shit. Uh, a sack... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Cause I'm a, um yeah, I'm on 103rd and East. <laughs> it's two cars fucked up. I need my 80. <laughs> it's, and I need it now. Yeah, yeah, somebody get over here, stat real shit, bro. Look, and for the New Yorkers out there, I'm talking to you specifically because you know they're gonna do it. And we got a little listen uh, listenership in, in New York. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, shout out New York. We love y'all too. Um. I don't think that you're just going, you're not getting this money instantly. You're not getting zelled. Don't do this. You're not getting cashed out. Well, this, this is going to take some time. Nah, keep it 100, Kari. Once they call in, or if the the cop is somewhere near, they could probably cash that shit in. Or, like you're saying, they probably have to wait for the person that paid the ticket to pay the ticket. And it's on some, like, we'll, we'll mail you a check. No, nigga, I need my shit up front. And what if they get like deferred adjudication? Now I snitch for nothing. Right. I'm not even getting no money. That's what I'm saying. It's probably a long process for this shit. It sounds good to the the, uh, the bill makers, but this is some bullshit. Yeah, and they're really just probably getting more names for you fucking snitches. Pretty much. Wow, this is trash. Don't do this. Now that you're <laughs> saying this, Corey, you're right. You're not going to get your money on time. Oh, like, Imagine who's going to pay this ticket. So like in your scenario, just to paint a picture, you would have to wait on the cop to pull up. And then the cop give you cash. They're not doing this. No, no, no. Or like they give you some sort of sub ticket. And you got to go take this to the courts. Fuck that. We don't have time for that. Niggas need they shit right now. And then you go to the courts and like, I'm sorry, Kari Gentry hasn't paid his ticket yet. So once he pays that $175 ticket, then you'll be able to cash in your 25%. I'll rob that bitch. (laughs) And all you're doing really is just giving them your name. Now, exactly. Now, now everybody knows you're a fucking snitch. I was gonna say, now you're on their radar. Yeah, yeah, rat. Now they're running your name, though. Bitch. You thought you was doing something good for society. No, they're just running your name through the system. 
Yeah. Now, oh, do you have any parking tickets that you need to pay? You're trying to turn other people in. Like, it's a gimmick, bro. This is actually terrible. Don't do that shit, man. It's not worth it. Especially, like I said, 25% of $175 is like $43. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. There's other ways. You live in New York. Uber. I almost said some mad to baby shit. Sheesh. Some like suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> Our friends ain't no junkies, bro. Nah, man. Male or female. No uh, but nah, bro. You know a lot of people that live in New York don't have vehicles. Cause that's why I saw like that's why I was like, damn, man. Yeah. That bike looks like nice. He was mm. picking up food on his bike and yeah. shit. He was rolling by, seeing people. I was like, damn, like yeah. I could fuck with that vibe. Yeah, I think if I lived, like, actually in the city, like, New York City, Manhattan, I probably wouldn't have a fucking car neither. I probably wouldn't. And it's so crowded. Like, I'm like, not spending all that yeah. time in a car unless yeah. I'm a taxi. Yeah, I'm taxiing and walking. Yeah, I don't know if we're catching a taxi in New York, but. Why not? Kari, we're black as fuck. Okay. Do you know how hard it is for a black person to catch a cab in New York? You know how hard it is to catch a cab anywhere. No cap. Um, I also saw this this thing, and we don't have to get into this at all. Cab services just turned over a profit in the year 2022 for the first time since 2014, I believe. Uber took off so crazy that only because of things having to do with the pandemic was there another surge for uh, a taxi. They haven't broken. They haven't broken even since Uber started in like 2013, 14. They fucked them. I mean, I'm not super shocked. I am a little bit because that's like I'm not shocked. No. It's like eight years, though, but I always wondered that when I see, like, you go to the airport and things, when you still see people in taxis, I've always wondered, like, how are you really making money? Old, older folks, I believe. And, um, I, yeah, like you said, I'd be sitting there thinking, like, Yo, who the fuck calls y'all up here? Right. That's what I'm saying. But I think of it of the instance, like, if I'm in an area that I can't get an Uber right now. I call a taxi. You open your phone up or your phone book or whatever it is. If y'all can still find a phone book these days, you call a fucking taxi. Um, if it's 3 a.m. and it's going to cost you however much to call an Uber and it's not going to be that much for the taxi, you call the fucking taxi. I still see uh, where it can be necessary. And in New York, I still see it being very necessary because they just sure. drive the fuck by all the time. Sure. I mean, maybe for some... Lighter skinned folks. Yeah. <laughs> because I, we're not catching one easy. Not our kind. Um, have you ever been in a taxi, bro? Have I been in a taxi? Yeah. Yes. I was much younger. But we've spent so much time in our ages that I really only remember Ubers. But we mm-hmm. traveled a lot as as uh, children. Mm-hmm. I just remember. Yeah, I remember being in a taxi before, but not vividly. Okay. You I, been in one? I have one as of 2017. I was in Baltimore. Mm. Um, just no. one of them situations where like you don't have no car, you know. I'm I'm just out, but um, you don't just want to be out there. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say you Bro, don't just want to be out there. Baltimore is. We'll talk about that off camera. Oh, that's that's no, Baltimore like that. is fuck around and be like, worse than New York. No, nah, it's real life, just like the wire. Like it, it's hell yeah. It scared me. I was like, what the fuck is this? But anyways, like I said, we'll talk about that later. But um, 2017 was the last time I was actually the wa- in the, the wire was Baltimore. I'm saying like it's literally like yeah. the what they paint on there is real life how it is out there. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Like that's why I loved it so much, bro. Like it's I swear to God, I thought I was in an episode. <laughs> I swear to God, this nigga thought he was Mac Wilds, man. But <laughs> shout out to the taxi drivers, bro. If you still getting it, power to you, because um, it's hard. Uber, 
like you said, some areas, yeah, you can't call it Uber, but bro, in the next three, four, five years, there's not going to be one place where you can't call it Uber. Yeah, unless you live in a rural area. Right, exactly. Like, if you live in a city, I mean, more than likely, they have that in all cities now. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. If, unless you're, like I said, in a rural area, you can get to it. But yeah. I don't, yeah, I just don't see the need for a whole lot of taxis unless you're in mm. a city like New York. Makes sense. All right, man. Uh, I didn't even mean to get into that. Do we have anything else we wanted to get into? Nah. All right. I think that covers episode 180 of the Rising Ground podcast. It's been your boy, Roderick. Jakari, we checking out. All right, let's get out of here. I fucked around and made a bunch of fuck around money. Now I feel like found money. I'm fucking awesome. To awesome, have a child for me. Got homies who ain't coming home till the cows coming. Niggas with power, they trying to press our power buttons. Now, baby, make that ass clap like it's proud of me. She said, I will, like ill with an apostrophe. It's Lil Tonchi word around on the street. That everything is working out like obliques. They wanna see it obese. You driving crazy, you gonna crash the vert. Get out my business, why you act like a clerk? I got a white girl. She called me names like Bastard and Jerk. That's when I send her ass back to the birds. Fuck the right, good night, die with them. Open. I'm with a big booty bitch dressed inappropriate. Cocaine, baking soda, and some hot water. Kept the fiends coming back to me, not karma. Smiled at my first kilo like a proud father. Smiled at my first judge like I'll be out tomorrow. Keep the Glock on him. All eyes on me, I had a pop moment. This a man in fresh beat and I go pop on it. My homeboy's proud of me like Barack homies. Your homeboy's tired of me, I hope they die yawning. Leave your house haunted. I ain't kidding, I ain't playing. Fuck up your house party. Live to So DJ, won't you play some more song? Cause we ain't got nowhere to go home. And we ain't got nowhere to go wrong. You wanna fuck in the car? I'll show you just who you are. You took a bite in the bar. I guess it's right and it's wrong. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. It's a one-time thing for a nigga, for a nigga like me. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. It's a one-time thing for a nigga, for a nigga like me. Come in the ceiling when you fucking with a star Y'all just drop a pin, I'm pulling up to where you are Everything I get, it come on options cause I'm famous Had a special moment, still can't tell you what her name is Plug to your socket, let me be the one in charge I could be your mirror, I could show you who you are Can't be seen in public with you, I'm taking a risk Every time you use your phone, I think you're being slick Focus on the moment, don't know how long we'll live I know that she going, she got tats on her ribs There's not a lot of people that could do what I did Suicidal, almost slip off my wrist Soon as I pull up, it's just as fast as I'm gone I've been going off, don't know how long I'll stay on See it in your eyes, you wanna fuck me cause I'm lit I'll let you decide, you gotta make it quick You buy the drink at the bar You wanna fuck in the car i show you just who you are You took a bite in the bar I guess it's right and it's wrong Yeah, I see Yeah, I see it's a one-time thing for a nigga, for a nigga like me